Some people think they're God. N-I-L. You're going to see more transfers, more mistakes made in the recruiting. Big Chris Drew. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. Chris Drew, daddy. Let them be committed 100 times. Texas A&M bought their players. We bought every player on this group. When people show you who they are, believe it. All the NIFD yep. would made it legal yep. for a student athlete to get paid. Because they this has been going on for shit for the longest time. And then the really big school came in and built a damn house around the microwave and refrigerator. They did. A baseball card. Yep. So now all of a sudden, Coach Saban, Texas a and every guy they got. So you mean to tell me the man that signed more five, four, and five-star recruits than everybody went there because they love Alabama. Oh, man. Oh, man. Chris's Corner Thursday episode, the recruiting breakdown. Got my guy Zeke in. Bro, holy shit. What a day it's been. Like, it's Wednesday, right? And today, I can do no wrong. Your boy's on cloud nine because in case you missed it, I am uploading it today to uh, to obviously the RSS feed and available on all podcasts, whatever. Dude, we had a fucking – we had Troy Smith in the fucking space today, bro. Freaking legend. Bro. Like, we had the legend, Chris insane like like me and you we just we hop on spaces primarily to troll miami fans and kind of talk with buckeye nation and holy hell ended up with uh getting my my guy troy in there um troy's really fucking cool if you have not checked out that episode it's it's on our twitter and there will be an episode posted um it's honestly like like cannot miss stuff i loved it bro just talking about like teddy ginn senior and junior the impact of cleveland fucking stories about the, the trestle days bro that was that was the most incredible space twitter space i've ever been a part of Absolutely. And the beauty of it was, I mean, he went to some details that I didn't know about Troy Smith, you know, like um, where he came from, how he came up, you know, I was a little younger back then. So to me, I didn't know about those details. And honestly, when I was a young kid, I didn't pay attention. Yeah, Yeah, it sounds horrible, but now I care. Growing up, I I care. And it was really cool. And you can hear the passion when he was talking like that that was a, that was a dream come true that was one of the coolest things i've ever been a part of for sure yeah and just having him in a space where he can come talk to other people other fans i mean because for me like troy smith is the reason i i love ohio state football like yeah the celebration the michigan killer i mean him and teddy Ginn were why, why i really fell in love with ohio state and he and and him more than anybody in my opinion made the quarterback position at ohio state cool like uh, yeah that shit yeah. became cool because of him, bro. I mean, obviously we we had some like not really cool quarterbacks, but I mean, like for the primary for majority of that time, like him, Terrell Pryor, Braxton Miller, um, obviously you know JT and Cardale. Like the quarterback position became cool as fuck after Troy Smith. Yeah, um, yeah. Fuck even Beckman, man. Even all even all those all those subpar dudes with the terrible passing charts. Like Troy Smith is that he's an OG for it. Um, he dropped a lot of good nuggets. Talked a lot about Marcus Freeman. Talked a lot about James Laurinaitis. Um, kind of his time. And and dude, he's the last Heisman Trophy winner at Ohio State. And hopefully, we're hoping to break that curse this year with CJ Stroud. And he yeah. talked about it. How you know if we if if CJ Stroud does win it, we're gonna have a a freaking Heisman space. It's gonna be incredible. Yeah. Um. So I, you probably actually probably never told you this. So Troy Smith is the first quarterback I've ever watched in my life. Before oh. high school, middle school, none of that. Like, so the first football game I've ever been a part of it when I moved here uh, from Europe was uh, Ohio State versus Illinois. And Ohio State and Troy Smith dominated that game. And mm-hmm. Illinois only scored two points. And they, how they scored those two points was they bought, blocked a field goal and returned it. Oh. So, 
like after we scored a touchdown. Yeah, so like that is the that's the the first football team I've ever seen in my life, and I never went back. Like you fought you part part mm. of that game in real life. Like you never go back and childhood dream right there yeah that no, was crazy that meant so much for me i mean obviously I, I know troy listens to the show we appreciate you troy that was fucking sick that's like some og stuff um but i'm about that my brother we got some recruiting stuff going on um you know conference play starts we got wisconsin nuggets are flying every, everywhere but i want to start with the defensive end talk can i talk about the big three is what i call them um and mateo you got damian wilson and then you've got our guy who I think is the best defensive end in the class, Keon Keeley. What do you got? Okay. So um we're we're in thick of it all for all three. Um mm-hmm. for sure. Um starting with let's start with the best of the best, Keon Keeley. Wow, Ohio State has made up ground, Chris. So we had um, you know, when we first opened up the space, I said, you know, we're running third, which we really were. We were. No, we were we were in third place. Going to that Notre Dame game, we were in third place. Yeah. And Larry has got his mom's attention. He's gotten um, his attention. He's spent time. Ryan Day's now gotten involved. These guys have done everything. He's seen the defense improvement. The idea that he is coming back this coming, you know, on Saturday to watch us play against Wisconsin, that is the biggest turnaround I've seen from Ohio State in recruiting in, in a long time. Like we've not, we've not made this much ground on a player. For a while, yeah. No, so no, right no. now, I have Ohio State and Bama tied for Keon, um, and only worry I have is Nick Saban gets the last official visit, which is still okay. Ohio State can still win that out, but they're come bringing him back, you know, in four games twice. That that's ginormous. So we have we're tied up there. Um, no, no, Keon's a big case because when he first came to Columbus. Um, for that Notre Dame game, I thought that was a let me go see the it game. I'm interested in this school, but I think I know I'm not going here. Yeah. And then it quickly became a wait a second, this is really real. Kind of what players will come with me if I commit here? Do you want to come here? To now coming back, like you said, twice in four weeks. And I, I know what the mission is, Zeke. I know what the mission of this visit is. Ohio State wants him to leave and cancel the visit to Bama. Yeah, that's that's tough to do. But do you remember who last time that they won that they had that objective? Yeah, JTT. That was exactly. the last, last mm-hmm. time, and you know we landed him. So yep, we got in first. We got him to cancel the visit. That was the first kind of big swing and hit against Nick Saban in terms of getting them to cancel a visit. Um, and it takes a special kind of effort. And um, I've been very critical of Larry Johnson. I don't I don't think he's great at recruiting the kid. He's been really good at recruiting families. Maybe it has to do with his age. Um, and honestly, like the results in the field are speaking for themselves. And I wonder, you know, if if Keon Keeley gets there, can Larry Johnson make him a promise? I will be here for three more years. Um, and that's that might end up being what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it, it's amazing. So the idea of Wisconsin ha- is going to come in here. Um, and if we ball out, the defense balls out. I don't know what could happen, but mm-hmm. I, I believe Ohio State could leave. He could leave Ohio State and Ohio State leaving, uh, leading after that visit. Are we getting out of the fucking locker? Yeah, man, it feels like, bro. It really feels like we we went through that slump in June, and you know now we're talking about three five star DNs, right? Let's go to the next one. Yeah, let's Mateo, talk about the next one, Mateo. So Damian uh, and Damian Wilson. So Mateo is, um, I have it, Oregon and um, Ohio State. Oregon's 
in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. I think if Ohio State gives him a green light to commit, he'll commit. Oh, you don't think he has the green light right now? Um, I, I are they I'm, worried about numbers and where they stand? I'm not sure if they're just kind of like playing it like first come first serve, but I feel like Ohio State has the easiest shot of landing him and his dad. I mean, he's been in Twitter spaces with us. He, you know, I love like, Big Dave, man. Big Dave's really it, cool. And he talks about Ohio State all the time, so I, I, I know they're like kind of playing it out for that uh, visit or for more visits, but I, I see Ohio State. I feel like if they push really hard for him and kind of give him like, yeah, mm-hmm. you need you to commit, here's the green light, I think he would pull the trigger. One thing I think it's important about him, I think people see his size right now and think, oh, he could play inside or outside. Mateo is an outside guy. Yeah. He is a bigger version of JTT, and I'm a little worried if you get to that size, um, can you rush the passer? I think I think he can. I it, I would normally say he can't, but but he has a rare athleticism. Like when I watch him play tight end, Zeke, he's so fluid. Yeah. So right now he's 6'5", 270. I think he'll end up playing at two sixty five ish. I think he'll end up like trimming down a little bit. Or I mean, he's he's, he's got baby fat still. Like look, the, we'll call it what it is. Like he's not like absolutely shredded, um, like some of the guys in the past. Um, so I, I am interested to see kind of where his weight takes him, but I think he is a true outside guy. And I think he has enough athleticism and bend to stay outside, but that could just me being um, optimistic. Yeah. Um, and let, going to the third guy now, Damian Wilson, he is two weeks ago. You would have asked me this question. I would have told you Damian Wilson's in, um, he is the biggest wild card out of all of them right now. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to come in September where, you know, it's today's the 21st, um, by the 24th, he's going to be not committed. Um, so I'm a little worried about that as far as Ohio State. We heard this morning some rumblings about some NIL. I don't know if you, you've got more yeah. detail on that. So, so there's there's a couple schools um, in the SEC that are really uh, pushing kind of their, their NIL bag, and that has kind of delayed the commitment of Wilson. I know that uh, you and I talked, and it, it, comparing our notes, it sounds like a school – is going to miss out on one of their targets and kind of shifted that bag towards Wilson because um, neither of the three have committed yet to Ohio State. Um, Wilson, I think, is the best natural pass rusher out of the three of them. He's got the most bend. He's got the quickest first step. Um, he's, you know, the, the most finesse out of the, out of the guys um, as well, but a really good player, um, kind of more fitting what Bama likes to do. He's 6'4", 230 right now, 235. Um, good player, but I thought basically he was all, all but a done deal to Ohio State. I thought he was a silent, Zeke. And so this is uh this has kind of been a weird transactional period for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I did too. I I I thought it was gonna be Mateo, Damian Wilson, and then Keon going straight to Bama. Now it's like, mm-hmm. well, fuck, we really have a chance to get Keon and you know, he's six six, six seven, two fifty. Like you 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 kind of pause everything. You say, Keon, I, I will do whatever it takes to get you on campus and get you, get you to commit. So, is Wilson planning on coming back anytime soon, or no? We're, we're no, um, no, not right now. He has two official visits set up. He has one to Georgia and one to Miami. The third school that's trying to land his last official visit is Florida. Um, but I, my biggest worry for Ohio State when it comes to Damian Wilson is Georgia. Okay, yeah, that, that that makes sense. It's like the domino effect. It's like Keon Keeley, you know, Florida kind of got wind that they, they weren't going to get Keeley, so they turned their focus uh, to Wilson. And then it, this is just like – I can't remember a time where, like, there were three top-flight defensive ends all on the market flirting with the same, like, four schools all at the same time. 
Um, it, it does it does feel pretty bizarre. Um, I want to say on the defensive line, we've got a big visit coming this weekend. Big visit. Huge, huge. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Everyone's been talking about it. They want a damn floppy belly interior yep. defensive tackle looking like the SEC. They want that. They need that. Hey, we need that. Um, and I love the name of this guy because we talk about fatty belly. His last name is McDonald. So mm-hmm. I, I love it. Um, Caden in, in the NIL era, that's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. So Caden McDonald will be here for the Wisconsin game. He's, I think he's coming off the Michigan visit. Um, he visited Clemson in July. Um, then he went to uh, just on September 10th. He was at Michigan. Now on the 24th, he's coming to Ohio State for the, for this game. I like him. I think he is a similar player to uh, Tyleek Williams. Very, that's what I was going to say. I don't know if he's as freaky athletically, but he's that kind of big, that kind of strong. Yeah, Um, he's a big, big boy. They said he's like what, like he's up to up to three twenty right now. Yeah, uh, he's six six, three. Yeah, he's six three. I I know two four seven had him at three ten. I think another website I'm three fifteen. I heard he's three twenty, like you said, Mm -hmm. getting close to that weight. That's a big high school player. So um, Crystal Ball right now is to Clemson, um, but this one's not over. I don't think he commits for a little while. So yeah, he's from Gwinnett, Georgia, and and hopefully we can go down there and have some success. Really big kid. It's, it's important to get him up um, for that visit. Uh, also this weekend, the guys. There's it's it's I, it's great. Zeke. I love when Florida guys come with other Florida guys. So like yeah. obviously Keon Keeley's from Florida. And there'll be yeah. other Florida guys, other elite guys, and who I consider the alpha leader of our class. Brandon Ennis is coming up with the gang. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have one of our silence coming up, too, you know, in 2024 class, too. So um, we have a lot of talent coming up, you know. Um, and Brandon Ennis, I think he's going to be visited with his teammates. That's yeah. what I, I was told. Um, we have and, and and the and the guys from Madonna are coming. They just played each other last Friday. Yeah, um, I, I need to. I'll check now. I'll send a text to you right now to see if Brown is coming up. That's what I would like. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, you want to discuss that real quick because that is a big deal with Damari Brown. Damari Brown getting an official offer from Ohio State changes everything in my perspective because, like we've talked before, Dijon is out. Um. You you found that informa- information out. They're no longer mm-hmm. recruiting him. I like Damari Brown a lot better than I like Dijon. I think he is more physical. Um, he he will take a little longer to develop, but he I think he his ceiling's a little higher than Dijon is. Let me tell you, Zeke. I love Damari Brown. Like I talked to a couple of South Florida coaches. They think he is wildly, wildly underrated. He did a phenomenal job on who I think is the best receiver in high school football, Jeremiah Smith, last week. Like, a phenomenal job. He held him largely in check until two minutes left in the game when they were basically playing cover zero with no help and trying trying to cause something because they were down by two scores. Like, Demory Brown can really, really play. And additionally, who's he go up against in practice every single freaking day? Yeah, Brandon Ennis, that's a problem. And he's Mm -hmm. facing a lot of great receivers in that room, not just Brandon Ennis. Malachi Tony. I mean, their their top four receivers are all going to be like Division I top 25 kids. Like Malachi Tony is going to be the top receiver in 2026. He's been dominating um, competition in South Florida, good competition, including catching two touchdowns against Madonna. I mean, Damari Brown, like I talked to the OC down there, and he he was like, Chris, like I don't know who you know, but – this kid needs an offer. He got the offer last Friday. He can yeah. really play to the point where 
Brian Hartline came down over the summer to go to a practice to go see the guys, and the player he ended up calling back up north about was Damari Brown pounding the table for him. It's like, you guys got to get down here. You got to see the kid. He's doing a great job on Ennis. He's doing a great job on Tony, two kids who I really, really like, and he's big and physical. I was told he is 15 pounds heavier than listed and has and, and is pushing 6'2 and still moves very well. Like, yeah, he's perfect press yeah. man. Put him on the line. Let him do work. Uh, there's a belief that he is one of the top five, uh, you, you know, top three corners in Florida. Yeah, I, he he is a beast. I, I really – I know Perry Eliano was at that game. Mm-hmm. Um, they offered I, him after the game. They met with him and offered him. Yep. So I, I'm going to pay attention. That, that could be one of those things where – because I know Brandon Ennis um, – Bryson Rogers, all those guys are coming up this weekend, but they're also coming back for the Michigan game. Uh, again, we spoke about this before. Michigan game is going to be the biggest recruiting weekend of that we've seen. Um, and, and that's crazy because Notre Dame was massive, bro. Like, Notre Dame was so big. LeBron will be at Michigan. <laughs> like All these guys will come back, um, and all these guys will be at, at the Michigan game. So, uh yeah, it's going to be ginormous. I'm paying attention to that because my, my, one of my favorite players in this class is Jordan Hall that I think we have a really good chance of landing. Mm-hmm. And if we can pull something off with like either Caden McDonald or Jordan Hall, like that is phenomenal D-line class with two five-star DNs. Yeah, I mean, if you can get one or if you get – even if you get one, like I think Jason Moore is going to be a good inside guy, long, freaky, athletic, is going to weigh 300 pounds um, definitely by year two and then and get a floppy belly guy. Like I, I, I might love this defensive line hall. It's unique. They're all very gifted. They're big. But, again, these visits are going to get bigger and bigger. And I know, you know, we can't talk about – we don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but Caleb Downs is still in communication with Ohio State. Like, yeah, yeah. So goes. so the, uh, the push is going to be to get him on campus for that Michigan game. So what I'm hearing is right now that Caleb Downs will be at Ohio State for the Michigan game. And he's going to be joined with his buddy commit, uh, Justin Haynes. That's big. That's big. And that's that's what you want. Now, kind of the one that, you know, I keep circling back to given how the, that's so massive. Like that is the nugget of this show, potentially. But one thing I know people are going to be asking about because of how good the linebacker plays. Where's Tacky Curtis? We compared notes before the show. Zeke, I know that we're trying with Tacky Curtis. I know we sent a cut up of Tommy Eichenberg and kind of what they're doing with him over to the Tech Curtis to the Curtis family. Um, not a ton of smoke there on my end. I don't know if you've heard anything as well, but there yeah. is just ongoing communication. No, I haven't heard anything about uh, Tack. Um, it, it seems like they're starting to move on from it because Pope, oh, uh, Popo, I think mm-hmm. it's the same Popo. linebacker that's committed to Miami. Back to back games, he's worn Ohio State gloves. So. Mm-hmm. That's really intriguing, you know, and that, you know, kids pay attention to these losses You and you can, you know, convince them a little bit. But if another team is winning successfully, it's hard to, you know, pop, stop that kid from looking around. So I have a feeling that Ohio State has a better chance with Popo than they do with Tack Curtis right now. Okay. Noted and noted. Um, a couple quick things. I referenced last week that the kind of their, their – may be a mass exodus from a school like uh like AM. Obviously then the portal restrictions came to be. Zeke, I'm telling you right now, December 5th, 
I need you on your computer all day studying these guys because there's going to be a mass exodus from a certain school down south, a couple of them potentially, given how the seasons are going. And now that uh, they that's been delayed, it's going to get dicey. If you had to guess at the next commit, Zeke, who do you think it's going to be? Uh, which class? For 2023. 2023 class. Um, I will still say it's going to be Damon Wilson. Okay. You heard it here first. That's from the uh, from the Locker Boys official. That's the combination. Zeke, you got anything else you want to hit today, or you kind of got it out there? Uh, I think we covered for majority of the things. Uh, I'm, I'll, you know, we'll keep searching and making yeah. so we'll give as many details as we can to everybody listening. Of course. Hey, do you know? Um, did Nebraska c- cancel the barbecue that Dylan Rayla was supposed to go to like a while ago? Do you know anything about that? No, I don't. I okay. Don't. No, no. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, Zeke. My man, I appreciate you. Locker yeah. boys out. Locker boys out, man. Some people think they're God. N-I-L. You're going to see more transfers, more mistakes made in recruiting. Big Chris Drew. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. Chris Drew, daddy. Let them be commit 100 times. Texas A&M bought their players. We bought every player on this group. When people show you who they are, believe me. All the NIL did yep. was made it legal yep. for student athletes to get paid. Because they, this has been going on for the longest time. And then the really big school came in and built a damn house around the microwave and refrigerator. They did. A baseball card. Yep. So now all of a sudden, Coach Saban, Texas A&M, every guy they got. So you mean to tell me the man that signed more five, four, and five-star recruits than everybody went there because they love Alabama.